God is a pain and it's costly. And in this episode, we discuss the painstaking truth found with fraud. So stay tuned. You did it. You have found your judgment-free zone, the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for women who want to become reinas of their money and love their dinero more. I am your host, Jen Hemphill, a former extreme frugalist turned reina of your money advocate. Each week, I'm going to help you reign your money like that queen that you are with inspiring interviews and panel discussions from La Comunidad Latina and with solo episodes sharing simple, actionable tips and strategies. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And now let's jump into today's Dose of Money Confidence. Bienvenida, Reina. I hope you are doing well. This is Jen Hemphill, and today is just you and I hanging out in this solo episode where we're going to be discussing fraud, and fraud is a topic that I think kind of brings us down. It just weighs us down. It's not very exciting. The energy is draining, but we need to talk about it. We need to discuss fraud because the reality is in this pandemic that we're in, the fraud is out of control and we need to discuss it. So that's what we're focusing on today. And you're going to learn the cost of fraud up to now during COVID-19, what scammers look for in their victims and common fraud schemes, as well as ways to protect yourselves from fraud. And one thing to remember if you become a victim of fraud. Granted, the information that you hear about today, some may be repetitive in terms of something that you have learned already or something that you have come across, read, listened to, but it does, you'll see why I am sharing this with you. And maybe you're hearing it twice and why you're hearing it twice or three times because it's just so important. And I'll share with you what that is in a moment. But let's talk about the reality of fraud right now. So with COVID-19, it has been reported that Americans have lost $77 million up to now. This was an article from CNBC dated July 7th, 2020. So during COVID-19, which has been happening since March-ish or before, depending on who you talk to, But in terms of when everything shut down was in March to now, which if you're listening to this episode at the time that it is released to basically September, beginning of September, Americans have lost $77 million to COVID fraud. And of course, that is just literally skimming the surface because we are still going through COVID-19. We're still in this pandemic. People are still out of jobs. There's still a lot of uncertainty. So this is a reason of why I wanted to discuss fraud. Now, with this 77 million figure that I shared with you, it is reported that fraud is typically underreported by consumers, which I believe, right? I believe that it is definitely underreported. The tally is definitely much higher. And you have probably seen, and if you watch the news closely, you have seen that scammers have been targeting that relief money, such as the stimulus check, the unemployment benefits, among other things. Now, 
consumers have reported the number of instances of fraud has been over 62,000. So the number and this article from CNBC dated July 7th, 2020, which by the way, I will link it up in the show notes, is 62,400 instances of fraud that has been reported from consumers. And nearly half of those were linked to financial loss. And that median loss was about $272. So to give you some perspective. Now, what do scammers really prey on? One of the keywords is vulnerability. If you are vulnerable, if you are also scared and looking for help, which hello, we are in a pandemic. Of course, a ton of us are going to be vulnerable. Of course, a ton of us are going to be scared or looking for help, especially if we lost a job, especially if uh, maybe one of our loved ones has been sick with COVID and has been in the hospital, or maybe there's those health-related expenses, especially of those, of course, we're going to be vulnerable. Of course, we're going to be scared. And of course, we're going to be looking for help. And that's who scammers are looking for. And they're also looking for people that are trying to protect themselves within their families, which is pretty much all of us, right? (laughs) But the other key thing besides vulnerability, which I'm struggling saying that, I'm really working hard on saying it correct, is also desperation. Because when you are vulnerable, when you are scared, when there is a lot of uncertainties in your life, when you you lost a job, you have all these expenses, and you are feeling desperate. So vulnerability and desperation. Scammers are not looking for your IQ, how smart you are. That is definitely not on their list because that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how smart we are. If we are vulnerable, if we are scared, if we are are just find ourselves in our moment of desperation, those that is like a weak moment for us. That's when we can be really targeted by scammers. Now, If you are at some level of desperation, like I was talking about desperation, vulnerability, and being scared, that increases your chances of making an emotional decision. So that's when you're a great target. Because if you think about it, as I mentioned, it doesn't matter how smart you are. I know you and I were listening to this podcast. If you listened for a while, I consider you a very smart, intelligent mujer. and it doesn't that for some, for, not for some reason, that's just not what they're looking for. We can all be at a moment when we're weak because especially now with the uncertainty and all these things going on. And when we are at a weak, at our weak moment or feeling desperate, scared, vulnerable, we are more apt to make an emotional decision. And that's what they're working with. That person that is really, and and they, especially if they're calling you, I don't answer phone calls (laughs) unless I know who they're coming from because they can get you and at a moment's notice, they know what they're doing. They know those triggers. They know how to trigger people to become, I don't know if emotional is the right word, but to get them to a point where they are more more vulnerable to making an emotional decision. So. 
And that's really, really, really key. And that's really the painstaking truth I have found in fraud. It's just we're all can be targets if we are vulnerable, if we're scared, if we're at a moment of desperation. Because I think you and I have been there. I know I have. And it's okay. It's just because you're vulnerable, scared, and maybe you're feeling desperate. There's nothing wrong with that. We we tend to reach that level at some point. And then now with what's going on, it's happening to a lot of people. And that might be you, right? It might be you listening right now. Now, some common fraud schemes are government impersonators, where they're offering COVID testing, financial relief, medical equipment, fraudulent cures and or medical equipment. They're offering that work from home fraud because hey, we a lot of us have lost jobs. So what are we looking for? S- extra income, uh, investment fraud, which is those get rich quick type schemes. And a good place to look at what these different, what the f- types of fraud that's going on is on the FBI website, fbi.gov. And I'm going to read you some titles of the latest. Well, none is there. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. The latest, but since the pandemic, there's a huge list of articles of different reports of what's been going on. So I'm going to skim through a few of them and I'll just link up that article also in the show notes if you want to read through those. But and one is talking about a spike in fraudulent unemployment insurance claims filed using stolen identities. So there's one. And one thing that I'm not going to get into too much, there, so there is the fraud, the loss, the, the economical loss, the financial loss on the consumer side. But there's also a huge financial loss on the, com- on the business side. So that's, not, that's nothing we're going to focus on. But fraud is not just us as the consumers, but it's also businesses. It's very costly for them as well. Anyway, so I mentioned the article about a spike in fraudulent unemployment insurance claim filed using stolen identities. There's another one where they warn on the potential fraud in antibody testing for COVID-19. And then law enforcement's response to those exploiting the pandemic. Well, there's an article on that. Child sexual abuse material being displayed during Zoom meetings, which is not directly related to COVID, but indirectly because everything's become virtual or a lot of things have become virtual. Then uh, there's warnings against Chinese targeting of COVID-19 research organizations, as well as, let's see, Department of Justice announces disruption of hundreds of online COVID-19 related scams. Online extortion scams increasing, and it just goes on. So the FBI.gov is a good website to just take a look as to see what's going on. And the also the other website is the FTC. Dot, I want to say is .gov. I'll, I'll link it up in the show notes. So that's just to give you perspective of there's a lot of things going on when people are suffering, when people that's when scammers are like, oh, this is our, this is prime time for them. So we just have to protect ourselves. So how do we protect ourselves? Everybody says, be wary. Don't click on suspicious emails. Beware of offers. 
and, you know, people, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, we absolutely have to do that. And we all, I think to an extent, we are wary of those, you know, when, especially with all those emails in the inbox that pretty much most of them are junk, they have people becoming better and better with those, even though we, I don't think we tend to click and open those emails. Sometimes those emails look really legit. I have opened some from PayPal and then I'm like, mm, I click on to see the sender and it's not, it looks PayPal, everything looks really good. And then when you click on the sender, it's not coming from PayPal directly. It's coming some from some weird address. So they always get really better and better. And this is when someone like me and like you are, are really on top of it. So yes, that's important to be wary, not clicking on those suspicious emails, being wary of those offers, people, etc. For me, I say, check yourself when you are feeling desperate about your financial situation. Because as I mentioned, scammers, fraudsters, however you want to call them, they are looking for those that are desperate, that are vulnerable, that are scared. And you want to check yourself and see if you are feeling this way about being desperate. And maybe it's not a you need to just kind of stop yourself right there and bring an outside party, not attach this situation to look with a level head of what's going on, right? Before you make any decision. So I say, yes, be wary of all those things, not clicking off offers, people that come to your door, but also think more importantly is to check yourself and be really honest with yourself. If you are feeling desperate, if you are feeling vulnerable, if you're feeling extra scared, and you are looking to make a financial decisions of something that came up, bring an outside party, not attached to the situation, someone that you trust, uh, that they can look at a level head because they're not in your head. They're not feeling that stress that you're feeling. They're unattached to the situation and they will reel you in if it's not a good decision. You also want to be in the know just to know the latest fraud happenings, it doesn't have to be on a daily basis, but just maybe check in monthly like the FBI site that I mentioned or the FTC site. And really another thing to consider that if you do fall to be a victim of fraud, be kind to yourself. Remember for the scammers, it's about emotion, not logic. So don't beat yourself up. It can happen to the best of us especially, again, I know I've (laughs) beat it in, but especially if we are feeling vulnerable, if we are scared, if we are just stressed about a financial situation or just our situation in general, that's, it is what it is, right? And so you just need to, yes, you can take some precautions, but if you do fall victim to fraud, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Remember, for them, it's about emotion and and not logic. And everyone is weak when it comes when someone triggers that emotional, especially if you're, again, vulnerable, scared, and so forth. So I hope that you found this helpful. I wanted to just make sure that I bring up this topic of fraud because it is important. We're in a pandemic. There's still a lot of uncertainty. We don't know how long we're going to be in this situation. And it's just important to know, to be in the now of fraud, what scammers look for, what schemes are going on, and what's going on in the news. You, uh, you don't need to, I'm not the type of person that is attached to the news because it gets me so upset. 
And especially now and this year with everything that's going on, the news really gets me up really upset. So I don't tend to really watch a lot of news, but I do make sure that I maintain the pulse in some way, but just not watching, sitting there watching the 30 minutes of news because again, it upsets me, but you can do a quick scan of the different schemes that are going on. Again, the FBI site is a good site, the FTC site, and I'm sure there's others, but those, oh, and also AARP has a portion of their website that is dedicated to fraud that has, that has a lot of different articles. And uh, they also have a network, a fraud network. And uh, so you might want to check that out as well. And just remember also, we talked also talked about ways to protect ourselves and to not beat ourselves up, to be kind to ourselves if we do in fact become a victim of fraud. So that is it for today. I appreciate you joining me. Let me know what you thought about today's show. If you felt I should have answered or discussed something further, I am really always open to your suggestions. And you can send me an email at jen at jenhemphill.com or you can send me a message on Instagram and at the Herdy Netto Matters Instagram page. I am happy to answer those questions. I'm, I will most definitely reply to you. And I also wanted to remind you to grab your copy of your daily dinero ritual, which is free. And it helps you just really stay focused, increase your confidence and become a true reina of your money. So you can grab it over at jenhempill.com forward slash dinero. Now, next week we get to meet Adriana Flores Ragade, who shares her story of really, really humble beginnings to going on and being able to get herself out of debt, accumulating wealth, and now becoming the sought-after startup advisor. So stay tuned for that one next week. That is it. Eso es todo. I really appreciate you taking time to listen to this show, to pick this show and this episode out of all the options that you have. It means the world to me. You can check out the show notes at jenhempill.com forward slash 229. And there I will have all the links to the articles that I mentioned and the resources. And also remember that you can be the reina of your dinero right now. It's just literally a choice that is in your hands. And I know you can do this. I'm here to support you. I'm here to uplift you. Uh, that's why I have this podcast. And don't hesitate to reach out to me with any questions and, and see if you need support. I can either show you how I can support you or if I am unable to work with you, I can uh, link you up with the, uh, the appropriate resources and tools and people that will. So I would love it when you listen to this episode that you share this with others by either sharing it directly with friends, coworkers, or also take a screenshot and a selfie tag us in your Instagram stories with at matters and the hashtag matters. So thank you so much. Again, te agradezco de to todo mi corazón and nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.